0: The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast.
1: I'm Lauren. And I'm Scott. And we're the Reedies.
2: That's right. Reedy spelled ready.
1: It's a pun. One I've heard my entire life. So much so that we've decided to make it a thing. Ready Ready or not. not.
2: On this podcast, we'll share our journey to becoming adoptive parents while also running a business together.
1: It may not be easy, but you can bet we're ready or not. Hello and welcome to
2: Ready or Not, a podcast about growing your family and your business.
1: Recorded right here for the first time ever in Forever Ready Productions studios. This
2: is weird. We have like a real setup in here. It's not a closet with a blanket.
1: A little better airflow in here than the closet. Yeah,
2: and Max is at school instead of sleeping. So we have a little bit of time here and this time we have special in-guest, in-studio guests. I can't wait to dive in and talk about.
1: Yes, we are here with Morgan and Alicia Adair from Behavioral Science Consulting.
2: Welcome.
0: Hi,
2: we're so excited about this. You were just saying you listen to a ton of podcasts.
0: Yes, Yes. I do, but it's more ABA stuff. Now it's about me, so this is going to be weird.
2: (laughs) We're so excited. So why don't we just dive right in? Yep, let's do it. Okay, so first off, tell us about yourselves, who you are, how you met, and uh, how we got here today.
0: All right. So I am Alicia Adair. I am a board-certified behavior analyst. Um, Nobody knows what that is. It sounds Uh, fancy. It is. It took a lot of studying and a lot of passing, but I work with... A lot of debt. Yeah, and a lot of student debt. (laughs) Uh, My master's degree is in ABA, which is a type of therapy um, for kids that are on the spectrum that are diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Um, So yeah, I... um, have a, you know, went to school for that and opened up a clinic a couple years ago. Um, That's about it. I play softball. Awesome. You know? um, What position? Uh, Well, right now, second base. Okay. So, uh, tell
3: us about you, Morgan, and how'd you meet? Yeah, so I'm Morgan Adair. Um, Alicia and I met um, back in 2003 uh, playing softball. We knew each other uh, from high school playing ball. We were both born and raised in Memphis and went to uh, different colleges and um yeah so we initially met that way and both moved back to memphis to be together and we're now coming up on 17 years together
2: that's awesome yeah gives us squad goals we're we're at what 7
1: 7 married 10 Together. together. Yeah. Ooh, oh, okay. so, yeah. yeah, you hit double digits. And we still yeah. like each other. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and we work together. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how you all decided hey, we love each other so much, we're going to work together. <laughs> Ooh, tell us uh, about the
0: business. When I I actually started working for um, Behavioral Science Consulting back in 08 in between, um, I took a semester off from nursing um, due to some, you know, my financial loans didn't come through. Started working for Dr. Fullerton, who's our president. Um, and then decided I was going to go back to grad school at thirty because that made sense. Yeah, but you and felt really, really you, old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and at the time Morgan um, actually f- did her undergrad in criminal justice and has been was a police officer for sixteen years. Um, last so when I opened the clinic two years ago. Um, Last year, Morgan actually had to retire from the police department. What? Wow. Um, yeah, had a medical. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she wasn't. It was. It just happened that she, you know, she got injured on the job, got a medical retirement, um, and I was a year into the business, going, "How do I do this? I'm <laughs> scared. I <laughs>
3: work in late nights. Yeah, we've been there
0: myself. Didn't trust a lot of people to run what I was doing, right. and who else can you trust except for the person you've been with for 16, 17 years? So yeah. that's how it started. It just actually, naturally yeah. progressed,
3: progressed really well, and everything kind of fell in place.
0: And it works out really well because um, I actually didn't even interview her. I, you know, I, <laughs> you I wanted her. Well, her for years. I, well, I didn't yes, want I didn't her, her. <laughs> to feel pressured to do it. Like right. she, this is a, you know, she was. She's been a cop for 16 years. She's redefining who she is, and Mm -hmm. I didn't want this to be her next step if she didn't want it, even though I needed the help. So I actually had Dr. Fullerton um, they went through three interviews, Whoa, three wow. interviews. And I made her, I made him make her an offer. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. I just put it all up to him. And, uh, you know, I want you guys to make this decision mm-hmm. together. So you're like making and dinner and
2: you're like, I'm not going to talk about the money. I'm not
3: going to talk yeah, about the it, offer.
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, well, that's exactly. Well, yeah, exactly how, how
3: it went because I wanted to build, I guess, my, um, just my next journey by myself. Like, Obviously, Alicia is such an integral part of this business, but I wanted it to, you know, I wanted to do this all on my own terms and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that and just know that I got it because I was doing, um, you know, things. Because as you I were worthy, not just because you were <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, sure. Yeah, and that was and so one I, of
0: his biggest questions to her. Like, yeah. why do you, you know, well, he was wondering. He, yeah.
3: He kept wondering why I was so qualified, but wanted to come and do this. And yeah. I thought, well, it, it works out really, really well for me. Um, it works well with my schedule, and I've always wanted to run businesses, and uh, I mean, it's always been something that, that I've really been passionate about, and never had the opportunity. So. And so it, on top of that, out
0: well. you help your wife out, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, what?
1: I, what's your role in the business? Yeah. Can you talk more about?
3: it? Yeah. So, um, I am the business director, which, uh encompasses everything so i take the trash out i do all (laughs) of the numbers i do like literally everything i mean i log kids into ipads throughout the day like Mm -hmm. it it really just means everything so i um i'm actually the director over the main office which is right here at 1407 union um we're neighbors yeah we really are and um so but my i'm housed out of the autism clinic at and kirby and so i kind of just oversee all of our um businesses yeah so, so she does
0: all of my hr marketing managing our money wow. hiring um, and sitting on the right side of the cool. table yeah we, we, just, we chose our seats correctly <laughs> that's here Scott's- yeah that's kind of what yeah. i
1: have and i still have a full-time job um and then help out yeah, here because we can. couldn't
2: i couldn't afford to pay him more than entry level accountant, <laughs> ten, 10 bucks an hour or yeah, something yeah. yeah he costs us money yeah, he yeah, bring it. I feel that I'm just an expense I'm not I'm not making any revenue
1: that, that's that's exactly it, yeah
2: and I pay that yeah they love to say it
1: too. yeah, they, yeah. yeah they,
2: oh i like let let that they yeah. don't tell you I let him know what we pay him <laughs> yeah. well that's really exciting though so it's working out um, you've been you've been at it for 2 years what challenges do you experience um, working together and then trying to Turn it off when you get home.
0: Turning it off when we get home is the biggest challenge. It's the hardest, yeah. yeah. And finding ourselves around our son and being like, we've talked about this too long. Let's turn it off and make it more, refocus it back to him. Um, You know, that's a challenge. What else?
3: Yeah. um, I think we do a really good job during the day um, being very professional. And um, the good thing is I'm the director over the main office and she's the director over the autism clinic. So that in and of itself, we kind of have different roles. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, the, employees that I manage are different than the ones that she manages so I think that was a really good way for us to set it up um, so that we haven't really run into a lot of um, challenges and struggles just based on the way that we set it up but when you get home there are a number of times that (laughs) we'll sit there and we don't even realize it it'll just kind of be in the middle of dinner Um, I'm thinking about okay well I've got an architect coming out tomorrow and this is what they're doing I start talking about it and then I realize you know it's I got to wait till business hours and quit talking about it.
2: So. We sometimes have a, a date night like that where we require that we don't talk about work at least until dessert.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm <laughs> not that. saying that we're successful at it. I'm yeah. Just
0: saying.
1: Yeah. We give it a shot. I mean, it's like anything. It comes up because you're thinking about it at that moment in those off hours. You come up with ideas. You're like, I got to just talk about this real quick. And then. Exactly. But,
2: and I know, also I think it correct
1: back. me if I'm wrong or putting words in
2: your mouth. But when it becomes your your dream together, it's hard not to talk about it. Right, because you you're excited for the growth,
0: we and scared and scared and terrified, yeah. And so, and more more so me, but Morgan is.
1: the right visionary. there on the she is
0: and I'm the one that's cheap and I'm like I don't know let's just take a minute let's take a minute you know <laughs> I need a minute and yeah and then I no, have one her one beside one, me one. going we've you've got this you've got this you know and showing me those numbers I need to see and giving me that confidence and I don't have to stare at the numbers all day sure, you know? <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> thank god <Exactly>. thank god
2: <laughs> so I want to dive into the personal side of life which is your child, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. You also adopted. We
3: did. We did, yes. Yeah.
2: So tell us a little bit about that journey. What led you to decide adoption was what you were called to and then um, how that happened and, and here we are, right? Yeah. Like, where do you start? So
0: we both have always known we wanted kids. Um, we actually both decided that we wanted to adopt you know, to adopt. We didn't even, you know, try, you know, fertility treatments or anything. We just kind of decided this is what we were gonna do. Mm-hmm. And um so we started the process in 2014. We couldn't find an agency in Tennessee that would work with same-sex couples. Yeah. Well, so when we were doing ours, we actually had to hire our social worker out of Nashville. So she it's had to crazy. travel down here back in 14. I bet it, that was yeah. cheap. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that travel oh expense. So yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> not expensive at all. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> added to the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that was 2014. That was 2014. Um, we went through. So it was about a two-year wait. Um, we did have two two matches between there one that was in Memphis. Um, both of them obviously didn't work out, but then we got a call from our birth mom out of Albany, New York, and she was seven months pregnant. And, wow. Um, we have an open adoption. Um, we went through an Beautiful. open adoption agency. Mm-hmm. And um, the most amazing experience that we've both went through. Um, yeah, so we got the call. What was we- the
2: call like for y'all?
0: Nervous. Yeah, it was, it was
3: nerve-wracking. So
2: initially... You, did I hear right? You had two failed match. Failed. We did. Yeah. We, we sat said.
3: through entire labors and oh, came hot. Ha- so right. it Oof. that was difficult. But um yeah, so we, our, our caseworker reached out to us and said that the birth mother was going to call us within a week. So I think that was harder than the actual call. I think oh, waiting for yeah. a phone call that you are expecting to come oh. is really, really
2: hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know that feeling too. Yeah. yeah, It's, yeah. Yeah,
3: it's difficult. But um, yeah, so she as soon as she called, we had this just great relationship with her immediately. Um, and... I don't know. It just seemed like everything kind of fell in place. She was someone that we would actually hang out with, um,
2: not She's just a beautiful person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And how often do you contact have contact with her
1: now?
0: Quite a bit. So we have a private Facebook page that is um, actually called Dalton's World, but oh, um, that's cute. and and all of um, like his birth mom, birth grandmother, and um, family members are in the Facebook page so that we can put photos and they can feel like they can comment on the photos and and even though we're friends with them on facebook but they Mm -hmm. can't make certain comments this private space exactly
2: that's really yeah so
0: um yeah we're friends with them on facebook we send many texts we actually went back and visited them at when he was one um, we did not go last year. We had decided that maybe every other year would yeah. be best for the birth mom with how she was comfortable, um, with the visitations. And so we will, we're actually going back for Christmas this year, right oh, after wow. Christmas yeah. to see them again. That's so, so beautiful. Yeah. And so she's up in
2: like the, what, what area of the country?
0: Albany. Uh, Albany, yeah. New York. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And ours was in California. So there's like this long distance. Ours is also an open adoption. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. Yes. I was, I was a little worried about how that would play out um you know like any non any first time adoptive family exactly yeah well, it
1: sounded like you got a chance to build a relationship with her before starting at seven months and all the way through birth and you said earlier you were there for the birth we were so yeah. that's uh, really cool you got to that's build that incredible relationship. tell yeah. us a little bit
2: about the day you met your son yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, the best is um, the amount of time that we got to spend in New York because we got there what we thought was a week prior to his birth, so we could spend time with the birth family and um, you know just spend time with them and mm-hmm. and get to know them and vice versa and. Well, they ended up, um, the birth mother did um, got induced induced. on a Friday, a week later. Um, It took her three days for them to finally discharge her and say that she wasn't going into labor after they had already induced her. (sighs) So
0: we all left the hospital (laughs) on a Sunday night. We all left. Uh, We
3: came back a week later for them to induce her yet again. Wow. And we waited until Sunday morning. And finally, they said, okay, we have signs of birth, things are moving along, and then as soon as it's... the birth started, uh, he was, he was born quickly, but it took a really long time wow. for that whole process to start. So, um, that allowed us even more time with her, which was beautiful for us. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much it was for her she yeah. because yeah. Ready she was in a done. lot of pain and she was ready she for was. it to be done.
0: And she's such a happy person and a good person. And her mom actually did a lot of, um, like meditation and relaxation with all of us together before the birth oh, and wow. actually had us g- like go through what it was going to look like mm-hmm. and walked um, our birth mom through that process of actually handing Dalton to us wow. as wow. parents so that we could all see what that was going to look like. That's beautiful. Uh, it was. And so, it so she was, could start to deal with
3: those emotions yeah. before it took place. Because well, there's so, so yeah. much
2: happening in those moments, uh, joy and sorrow, like coexisting. Yeah. Exactly. Knowing that this woman carried a child for nine months, and that that child is about to be yours, and yeah. just it's beautiful, but yeah, so and she and exactly.
0: And she wanted our birth mom to fill that, but also, you know, how to, yeah, how to just manage. begin yeah. processing it. It's so it nice you place. had that. Yeah. We were like, uh,
2: which way do we go now? <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, I, like, I know, <laughs> so <super fast."
2: laughs> what's next, and
0: exactly. And then they like take you to two separate rooms, yes. and you're which like, which is
2: Ugh. necessary. Very yes. necessary, but yes. also feels like okay. All right. Wait, we have to keep this one alive now. <laughs> in <laughs> exactly. addition to the emotions that come with, is yeah. this going to get taken away again?
0: Exactly. You know,
2: exactly. we we we've dealt with that. We had two um, failed adoptions before we met our son Max in May of 2018. Yeah, and
1: ours ours were both uh, babies who were already born, and we met the children and, like, held them, and then it kind of fell apart after that.
2: So we so, weren't in the delivery room. It was that the children were already here, but it doesn't matter because the second you open your heart to saying yes, yes. to loving a child, yeah. it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it hurts. And but by... then
2: the replacement, the joy that, that occurs after that, I mean, were you all just, like, in love? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah, immediately. And,
0: and there was something, you know, a lot of adoptive parents talk about um, when you do finally get that match, you kind of know. And I think it, we it had feels that different, yeah. it was different. And I was like, oh my gosh. I yeah, think we this didn't is have happening. a lot of doubt. I don't know what it was. But their family is
3: just so open and loving anyway. So I don't know if that was what it was, but we didn't have a lot of doubts. Um we still had it in the back of our minds, but sure. we went in just automatically feeling like, okay, that this is the one. Uh we were invited to all of um the Doctor's appointments before he was born. So we did the gender reveal all at the same time. So we we got to do all of that, which um, was really special to us. And I think that also kind of solidified how we felt before uh, we actually got there for his birth.
2: And then, so we were stuck, and I say stuck because it was all so unexpected. We were in California for 27 days. Uh, All of our employees had to run the business while we were gone. We said we'd be gone for (laughs) 7 to 10. Mm -hmm. And then naively thought that we'd be back after that and be able to work normal, which is not
0: true. (laughs) Um,
2: How long were you in New York?
0: So because it took two weekends you know we were there a week early and then two weeks of being induced and then and then we had to wait on icpc clearance um which Which is not fast yeah, (laughs) yeah so we were there a little over a month i think it ended up five weeks total yeah about five weeks thankfully we got clearance at um 9 a.m. on a Friday. My sister was getting married the next day on a oh Saturday, I just and I'd out. already wow. yeah, and I'd already <laughs> told her that we weren't going to make it to her wedding. Oh my god! Yeah, and um, so did you make it? We did, and we didn't tell her. So I booked the flights, <gasps> that's amazing. And we that's got so into cool. Jackson, Mississippi, for her wedding at midnight. We walked in at 12:30 to her house. So we were knocking on her door, <laughs> woke her up with a five-day-old baby. So yeah. I do remember how old he was at oh the time. Oh Yeah, he yeah, was five days uh, yeah, was five old. Yeah, five days old. She
3: hit the ground crying and yeah. said I can't believe you're here <laughs> she and cry. we said you thought we would miss your wedding yeah. which we were we, but... we, oh, yeah. we actually were going to but uh, yeah
2: just everything has worked out so well so wow. you know it, it the journey that it takes to to get there is is long and hard and full of ups and downs but once once you get there it's pretty incredible isn't it, it is. oh yeah it's amazing Have you noticed how small businesses and nonprofits are posting videos on social media these days? Every day, thousands of them are sharing video content. But did you know you don't have to spend a fortune to invest in video for your brand? Forever Ready Productions is here to help you out. We make your work stand out while telling your story, but most importantly, getting it done in time to have an impact. For more information, visit foreverreadyllc.com. And so how has life shifted for y'all? So you, that was, that was two years ago. You were what, six months into running?
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I was actually, so when we started... On top of deciding to do the adoption process, <laughs> I had gone to grad school, but I was done with grad school, finishing my internship, and oh. then studying for board. I was studying for my boards oh my when God, he I came. I have 10 um, so like, Yeah. Yeah. I joke because I actually, I mean, he was an infant, and I would just talk to him. Dalton, or, no, Dalton actually knows more ABA than any <laughs> kid, because I was talking to him for a few months, and op- we were opening the clinic, right. you know. And we and
2: you weren't sleeping because that no, doesn't happen. No, uh-huh. exactly.
0: When you're studying and have a baby, mm-hmm. um, but Morgan was really supportive. I mean, she would when I was studying, she would get up with him, you know, yeah. at night so I could study, and then I paid her back once I passed. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we but
2: yeah, we talk a lot about tag teaming in and out, and how mm-hmm. important that is. In, so important, yeah. yeah. With, a, with a child in general, but when you're running a business, having to be like, okay, this is right now. I need to be this and not mom or dad or paying a –
0: like, you know, you really have to tag in and tag out. You do. You do. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and then opening the business, um, you know, with a six-month-old, it was (laughs) – no Craig, big deal. No, yeah, he thought that was his
3: house. He still, we yeah. were there last night. So Mondays, um, we usually stay late on Mondays. It's just the best day for us. So I pick him up from daycare, and as soon as we pull up, he goes, oh, i play in the ball pit. Like, he just thinks that this is where we go. <laughs> and life, yeah. Yeah. Thankfully,
0: it's a children's clinic, so it has every <laughs> yeah, it toy works out really you well. can think
3: of. He thinks it's just, yeah, yeah, it's way more yeah. toys than there are at his house, so. Yeah, so.
2: <laughs> now, I don't know about y'all, and I feel like, so I had a lot of anxiety about being a parent. Now, you said you you always wanted kids and you, you always felt maybe that adoption would be that way. I didn't want kids. I didn't want to get married. Um, sorry, Scott. I, I love you. You it's know, as we've said this in yeah. all of our yeah. podcasts. I didn't want any of this. And then I fell in love and was like, well, maybe I want a family with this guy that I like a lot. <laughs> um, and so I had a lot of anxieties about being a mom and running a business and having a career because when... Um, you live where we live in the South. Sometimes roles are forced onto you, especially for me. But what I have found is that being a mom makes me a better employer, makes me a better work better with my clients, makes me understand life differently, makes me a better spouse. Have you all found that to be true as well?
0: Most definitely. Um, yeah, I would say for me... Having, I've always worked with kids, but not having kids. So now I can relate to my parents and right. be like, you know, don't worry. My son does weird things, too. <laughs> and you're OK. And we're going to get through this. Right. And, you know, <laughs> um, and just being, you know, it's, you know, having that empathy for your parents when, you know, right. they do have special needs kids and, um, you know, kind of being there for them. Um, and then also for you know, running a business, I have this, like, pressure of, all right, we have to do this for our family. We're going to yeah. do this, and it's going to be okay, and then, it, but at 5 o'clock, I have to turn it off and be mom, right. and, you know,
2: that's... It's almost like you have to pump yourself up at the end of the day to be done so you can be mom. Exactly. Right. That's how which I is feel. what you want to do right. all day long. And then yeah. once it
3: comes, you have to remind yourself, this is what's important. I need to I need to wake up
2: and be alert and isn't that funny too when you're at work all you're thinking about is him and then you get home and you're like thinking about work? Exactly. Yes, it's, it's never is. turning off. <laughs> oh, I think that every parent has that issue no matter what yeah. they're going through. So, um, how do you make time for each other with with juggling the business and and having a child?
0: Yeah,
3: good. Yeah, so um just little things. I think, um, like, on Friday afternoons, she gets off at 1 o'clock uh, sometimes. That doesn't always work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when she does, that's always nice because we'll take a little bit of time to go out to eat or something before we go pick Dalton up from school. Um, and then my parents stepped up probably four months ago and said, would you guys like to have one date night a month? I'll, I'll watch him overnight if you guys would be okay with that. That's amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah, so yeah. of course we'll, we'll be okay with always feel guilty that. asking for oh, yeah. and sure, sure. yeah and so we did never really ask because i didn't want to you know put this child on them overnight especially mm-hmm. and so as soon as they brought it up at a sunday dinner we went yes we would love for that and <laughs> uh great. we
0: will never miss a month just let us <laughs> and know she's amazing She that first sunday of the yeah. month she pulls the calendar out what month yeah this sunday she it said what are we doing <laughs> for, yeah. for yeah. august
3: and oh, so thank you. thankfully you know that's still going strong yeah so um that has been a blessing because before that um you know we didn't really get a whole lot lot of babysitters. Uh, we have a hot tub at our house. So that was our date night, which mm-hmm. usually ended up um, talking about the business. Right. Sure. Yeah. So we, we call it BSC hot tub. Minus yeah. the hot tub. We have yeah. a
2: porch, which is the same thing. Is yeah. We put Max to sleep. We end up on the porch with a glass of wine and we're exactly. like, oh my God, we're talking about business. That's exactly. yeah, we
0: did. But how great when you're in a hot tub with a glass of wine. Oh, I'd yeah. rather yeah. talk about business there yeah, than, yeah. you know. But
3: I think when you get home, that's finally when everything kind of slows down. And so once uh, the kids are sleep and you can actually start thinking about the next step of your business instead of oh I'm not done with this spreadsheet yet or I need to do this and that and so I think you forget about the mundane things that you're doing at work and you actually get a moment to think about your business as a whole and I think that's why once we get home we're really excited to talk about the business because those are the things that we want to talk about to allow it to grow but
2: we also need to pay attention to I think some and, uh, of our, everything else some of our best biz dev happens after max goes to sleep oh yes because yeah. we end up you know sitting on the couch turning off the tv and just being like so how was your day and then it spirals into well what should we do about this growth thing or this employee that we want to hire or those kinds of things
1: we talk about like during the day you're very much working in the business so you need to take separate time to work on the business and look at that long term and you know have those plans put together
2: oh yeah absolutely so what advice do you have for other couples who are crazy enough to do what we have done? <laughs> Let's just start with running a business together and then we'll ask for a parent advice. Add, yeah, add kids to it later. Um, I don't.
3: I think the biggest thing is just making sure that you are a scheduled person. Um, anyone that knows me knows that I have calendars and spreadsheets galore. And I think that's what has really kept me on track is I know, you know the first two hours of the day, I'm gonna make sure I get this done, the next two hours. Um, and I think that... Yeah, that's really the only way to remain um, just proactive and to actually get things done. Otherwise, you're getting pulled in a million different directions. That's still going to take place, but mm-hmm. I, it's always easier to come back to my desk and go, okay, well, it's 9 o'clock, so I know this is what I'm working on at this time. Right. Um, and that would be my uh, biggest suggestion i guess my
2: biggest
0: advice that i have realized is um don't think you're gonna make a lot of money in the <laughs> first year um that's no. the reality no. yeah. um you know take baby steps cash flow it all mm-hmm. and um you know and don't think you know a lot of stress comes as an owner um mm-hmm. you know it's a lot on you it's and so baby. it's your baby and every and not only that but you have employees with families yeah. under you you're not only you're responsible for your own yeah. but you yeah. have all of these wonderful people that work for you and you gotta make sure they're okay and yeah so you know be prepared <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah okay so now let's add that question with having a child so how what advice do you have for folks out there we have a lot of listeners that are are going through the adoption process And just kind of love to hear all of this. Um, What advice do you have for them?
0: My biggest advice for adoption is be open. Be ready for changes. It can happen overnight. It can happen within minutes. Um, You know, and then if you're going to open up a business, on top of all that, just be be ready. (laughs) Just be ready for changes and stress. And, you know, communicate with your partner and, you know, be there for each other. Mm -hmm. And um i mean we sit on mondays like we sit down on mondays every week and we're like okay this like i have the here's my to-do list here's yours yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. who needs to work on it right now and who needs to be with dalton yeah. and mm-hmm. you know working out days where i know she needs to stay later Right?
2: Yeah. Like today, I have to go somewhere for work after work. And so I said bye to Max this morning and said, I won't see you till tomorrow morning because daddy's doing bedtime. And, <laughs> you know, you just tag in and tag out. Well, what about yep. you, Morgan? Well, and that's certainly hard. Um, I
3: know that. Um, our biggest thing is just, yet again, back to the schedules. Um, it, we literally sit down and say, okay, Tuesday is going to be your night. Um, you know, we read our books together as a family, but then that one person has one-on-one time, and you're the one that puts him to bed, and then the next night we switch. Mm-hmm. That way, if someone has something that they need to work on, they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just being flexible, being open. I think communication is the key to Everything. Right. I mean, the people within your business, the people within your family. If you can't speak to the people who mean the most to you, um, it, it's going to be really, really difficult to, yeah, to go where you want. So
2: uh, communication. We we had basically a whole podcast about that last season about the breakdowns that can happen when you get too deep into one side of. Parenting or business Mm -hmm. ownership or
1: Or just figuring out what rhythm works for you Like we talk about how we have a Sunday night meeting where we kind of go through our week night by night of who's doing What and when and what things are weird this week because every week is different And we just kind of live it one week at a time because I look ahead trying to stack two weeks It's like by the time we get to that second week. So many things have changed that we have to redo it anyway So it's just one week at a time and we'll just yeah There's one thing
2: that entrepreneurship and parenthood teach you. It's that you have to go with the flow Mm -hmm. Nothing ever turns out how you plan ever Exactly. Even when it turns out, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, I want to give our, you an opportunity to um, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you if they have questions about your business or if they want to hear more about your adoption journey.
0: Yeah, so if they are, if anyone's interested in doing ABA therapy, our um, clinic is BSC+. Plus. We are at 6685 Quince Road, Suite 120, um, right at the corner of Kirby and Quince, right off 385, right in the heart of the center. And they can also email me at abiffle14 at gmail.com. And we're also
3: on Instagram at BSC Memphis. Um, you can find us at contact at if you'd like to email us. Our main office is at 1407 Union, um, Suite 1407.
0: And the main office um, has, you know five psychologists I have what are you guys are huge now we are um, and they do psychological evals ADHD testing autism testing all kinds of stuff all sorts of stuff a little Very bit cool. of psychotherapy not much but um, yeah wow it's, well yeah. we really
2: appreciate hearing all your stuff
1: today. yeah and, and as always any other questions or comments um, can always come to feedback at write or not podcastcom um, yes and we can pass those along if they need be
2: and I gotta say it takes a lot even though I know you were really excited to share your story it takes a lot to be open and share the things and and Share what it what, what you went through and then also talk about where you're at. So we really appreciate you opening up to us today. And I hope that this was valuable to our listeners as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So we'll see you next time awesome. here on Ready or Not. This podcast was recorded in our closet studio in Midtown Memphis, Tennessee. Edited by me, Lauren Reedy. Graphic designed by Brody Kuhar and hosted by the OAM Network.
0: The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com.
2: Power to the podcast.